Welcome to Talks with Tea Time Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the best sport podcast in the world. Thank you, Siri. That's right. You heard it right. We're back and we're better than ever. Welcome to Talks with Tea Time Podcast, where we talk completely sports, football, basketball, baseball, whatever you want to hear. We're here and we're ready to give you the best entertainment of your life. So sit back and relax for the next 45 minutes. Welcome to Talks with T-Time, the podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tony T-Time Westman, and we're back on the podcast again. Me and Derry is back on another episode of Talks with T-Time, the podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us at Talks with T-Time P1 on Twitter, and then also as well, follow us on IG at Talks with T-Time, the podcast. Darius, what's going on, man? It's been a few weeks. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing well, bro. What about you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Like I said, man, um, me and you both been moving and stuff like that. So we both been busy these past mm-hmm. couple weeks. But we back, man. We back live. So it's just good to be back talking sports, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. We miss. We got to re- go over a lot, too. We done missed a lot. Yeah, we done missed a we lot. We got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. We got a packed full night tonight, y'all. Uh, we got some special guests coming on later on in the show, and we'll introduce them later. We're going to jump into a lot of college football with them and everything like that. But first and foremost, I want to go ahead and kind of jump into the NFL, you know, uh, football for last week. I want to go over some of the games. Um, one of the games I want to talk about is, you know, the Bengals versus the Jaguars last week on Thursday night. Now, the Bengals are 3-1 and one right now. Burrow is having a tremendous year. How do you feel about Burrow and everything he's doing? Because I feel like the Bengals is looking up right now. They've been kind of struggling for the last, you know, six or seven years or so. Um, but right now they look like they're heading in the right direction. I wouldn't get too caught up on them. You got to look at who they beat. They beat Minnesota, who I don't think is very good. A Pittsburgh team who I don't really got no faith in right now. Yeah, they're bad. And they lost They lost to sense. I mean, they lost to Chicago who I don't think is that good either. And then Jacksonville, you know, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Man. probably the worst team in the league right now. Yeah, We're probably We're going to jump into them football. in a minute with Urban, so yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, just yeah, about just it. Just get his dance on in the club, Yeah, we're going to jump into that in a minute. But, um, no, I mean, I agree with you. When you look at their schedule, they played the Vikings the first week, and they beat them in overtime. Uh, they played the Bears. Like you said, they're not really that good. Um, honestly, I think me and you both agree there. Uh, the Steelers are not a good football team, especially offensively nah. right now. And then they beat the Jaguars. So I can definitely understand where you're coming from. But they got their first real test this week. They're going up against the Packers. Um, so we're going to learn a lot about the Bengals pretty quickly because they both yeah. are one coming into that game. But I like what I see. Just kind of want to read over some of the stats in that game. Burrow went 25 for 32, 348 yards, two touchdowns. Joe Mixon rushed for 67 yards and um, 16 carries. And also as well, Tyler Boyd had nine receptions for 118 yards. Uh, Jamar Chase, the rookie right now, who I think is rookie of the year, he had six catches for 77 yards. And uh, CJ, I'm going to butcher this man's name. I'm going to try it, though. Uzma, is that correct? Uzma? I think it's close. Okay, close enough. (laughs) Close (laughs) enough. He had five receptions, two pivotal touchdowns in that game. He had the game win a touchdown and then one that kind of put them back in the game. Uh, 95 yards. So he had a pretty good game as well. Trevor Lawrence 
starting to kind of look like he's starting to kind of get a little bit comfortable now. He went 17 for 24, uh, 204 yards, but no touchdowns, but no interceptions as well. Chanel yeah, had no picks either. Yeah, so that's that's a plus. Um, six receptions for Chanel and 99 yards as well. Um, so you know that's just kind of a game I want to highlight. What's your opinion on? Let's talk about Jacksonville in general right now. So we know everything going on with Urban Meyer, right? Like we we know the situation. Do you feel like Urban Meyer deserves to be on the hot seat? Not for just the you know hands on hand contact. If you feel what I'm saying, <laughs> not just for that, but for everything. The hiring apparently a coach that was racist earlier this year. You know all the stuff that's led up this year. Do you think? And they're 0 and 4 right now. He didn't ride, he didn't, everybody's making a big deal that he did fly back on the plane with the team. How do you feel? Do you feel like he should be in the hot seat right now? I definitely do. I read some reports earlier that a lot of the players didn't really respect him like that. I heard that too. Anyway, even before the little hands-on thing, they said they say he was too hot-headed. Mm-hmm. I seen some article like that. I got y'all finding and send it to you. And also, I don't understand what took him so long to start using James Robinson. Right. They're, they're running back. I don't understand what took what took him so long to get him involved. He was good last year. And plus, you don't even got ETN. He got injured before the season started. So it was no reason to not use Jane Robinson until what? This week against Cincinnati? And they looked and better. He had on 78 offense yards too. and two touchdowns. Right. They looked better on offense too with him running the ball. They did. They looked way yeah. better. So I agree with you. I think, I think, you know, when we look at things, we got to really come out and just say, what it is. Urban Meyer was already a guy coming into the situation on the hot seat because nobody believed him from Jump Street. Everybody always has expected him to be only a good college coach. And the way things are looking early in this season, it's looking like everybody was correct. You know what I'm saying? So he automatically came in right. with a hot seat. And then when you got players saying, we ain't respect them since day one, he talked to us like we college guys. Um, that's a problem. You know, you can't talk to grown men making millions of dollars mm-hmm. like they're a 20-year-old that's on scholarship and you can yank them at any time. You can't talk to these guys like that. They're right. millionaires. They don't need you to be doing that type of stuff. They they said that was one of the positives about Matt Rule from the Carolina Panthers. We're about to jump into them in a few minutes because there's a lot going on with them right now. Um, but, you know, a lot of people with Matt Rule were saying, even in college, like that played it with him at Temple and Baylor, they all have said he's changed dramatic, like dramatically, like uh, drastically since when he was at, right. you know, Temple and Baylor, because he knows with that temperament, it's different type of temperament you have to have when you're playing with college players and coaching college players and NFL professionals. They get paid to do this, right. you know, so it's a different, it's definitely a different fight. I think Urban Meyer is going to have to find that out quick. I'm not too, like, I don't think he should be on the hot seat for the touching the girl situation. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's between him and his wife. You feel me? That's between him and Miss Shelley. But I do I think everything it's not a good look. You can't be leading men telling like he told Trevor Lawrence, don't be doing nothing wild at his uh bachelor party, but you out here on camera in broad daylight in 4K. Oh, That's some bar in 4K you the on your wife. Wires, bro. Yeah. Like he in 4K. Like you a whole head wife. coach, man. Yeah, he a whole head coach, right? And he married. Like, if this was Sean McVay or who's somebody that's not married, Cliff Kingsbury, this wouldn't even be like a deal. For one, they're good. But even if they were losing, I don't think it would be as big of a deal because I think the two, this is the two things that make this a big deal to like the internet and everybody. He's married for one. 
that's the biggest you know situation is he's married and on top of that he didn't fly back on the team uh on the team playing with everybody that's probably and they're losing three well like i said if they were winning this would be a non-factor nobody would even care only person that would care is shelly shelly myers is the only one that would care so winning solves everything i hate to tell people that but that's just what it is winning solves everything so if he was winning i'm telling you bro this wouldn't be a a non-story but because I agree with you you know it's a different ball game that's how i feel about it personally no i agree with it and it's also he took over the worst team in the league so he already got frustrated he already got a frustrated fan base frustrated players exactly so it was just a mess from the start and I figured exactly. he won't be able to turn around that quick, even with Trevor Lawrence. I, I didn't, I didn't see it happen. Yeah, no, nah, I, I feel you, bro. Like it, it wasn't gonna turn around in no year anyway. Like they still got a lot to get better on. Like this, this is gonna take a a, a real rebuild. You know what I'm saying? Like this is gonna mm-hmm. be a real rebuild that's going to take place. So even in a year, even you know, this is gonna take a little while. Uh, okay, team is just not good. They were drafting number one for a reason. But how um, patient you think they're gonna be though, the fans and the and the team itself. How patient you think they're really gonna be with somebody like Urban Mike? It's Jacksonville, so I wanna say people don't care down there, to be frankly honest with you. I wanna say people don't care down there. But my sister lived in Jacksonville right after they went to the AFC championship. And I remember going down there. And they were like Jacksonville crazy, like Jaguars crazy. So maybe they do care if they get the win. So maybe I'm reading that the wrong way, but I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't never really met a Jaguars fan that really care about the Jaguars. <laughs> like, that's just me being honest. Same way that's with I ain't never met uh, – I've never met uh, – I've never met a Bengals fan, to be honest with you. Like, only Bengals fan I know is Flimla Raps. That's it, the YouTuber. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, that one. That, that's the only. That's the only Bengals fan I know, literally. So it, it's certain fan bases. I don't know if they even care about winning. And I kind of feel like Jacksonville slick, kind of one of those. But I feel like if they was, if they were winning, people would get behind that. But I feel like what I'm basically saying is because these teams are not already not used to winning. I think their patience level is going to be a little higher than other places like New England and 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 New York and places like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I get what you're saying. So yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, with Urban, he's already like a not likable guy. So yeah, you're right. I mean, he could be out of there after this. I, me personally, after all this, I think he's going at the end of the year, bro. Me personally, yeah, I can see. It. I think he's going to. I think we'll talk about it later. I think he's going to USC personally. And I, I, I don't really know if I want that to be honest with you. I still wouldn't count out Florida State either. I would not count out Florida State, but I think the USC rebuild is a lot easier if he wanted to go there than Florida State. But I think he goes back to college, personally. I do. I don't really want him at USC, though. That's the thing. Okay, we're going to say that for the, the college football segment, brother. We're going to say yeah. that for the college football segment. So let's go ahead and jump into the next big game of last weekend. Let's talk about my team a little bit. The Carolina Panthers, they lost to the Cowboys in that game, 36-28. Pat Prescott went 14 for 22, 188 yards, four touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott looked back to normal again. Um, 20 carries for 143 yards, one touchdown. Amari Cooper 
had three receptions for 69 yards. Then Sam Donald, he had two touchdowns, two interceptions, 301 yards. Uh, Chubba Herbert was the leading rusher for 13 uh, carries and 57 yards. And this brother right here got to get some more respect around the NFL. DJ Moore, he went eight receptions for 113 yards and two touchdowns on what people are saying, one of the top rising corners, Trayvon Diggs. So I wish DJ Moore would get a little bit more credit than what he's getting nationwide. Uh, what? How do you feel about this game? How did you feel about seeing Zeke kind of get back to normal? Man, Cowboys look good. I ain't going to lie mm-hmm. to you. He looked way better than I thought they was going to look coming into this season. Yeah. Way better. And then even the defense, too. The defense, I thought it was going to be the major issue. Trayvon Diggs didn't play. He been balling. That's like, right, what, four straight games? Four straight games with a pick? He yeah, has four games. He's played in four games and five picks, bro. Yeah, he been getting over. That team look good. Plus, they in a, they in a sorry division. Yeah. So that also helps. But I can definitely see them in the playoffs, even winning a wild card game, maybe getting to the, the divisional. I don't know about the conference, though, but I think they can make it to the divisional round. Yeah, no, I I, I can definitely see that. I mean, when you look at it, the e, the NFC East is not good. Is there a good team in the NFC? Like, oh. even the Washington football team is not good to me. That defense fell off, bro. I don't know what Bad. Happened. Bad. Like, that defense looks bad, bro. Yeah. I don't like, know what happened. I really I – mean, they, they didn't even lose nobody. They got Kendall Fuller, didn't they, the cornerback? They got him for Chicago, I think. So, I don't know how their defense got worse. Like, I mean, they just – they literally just do not – that defense went from first to worst. Like, it's, yeah, nice it's, it's bad, man. Like, I don't know what happened. But that defense is not good. And that offense, you know, you know, they're doing what they can with, you know, Taylor Heineke and stuff like that. But that I can tell you now, bro, that defense is not – even the D-line is not good right yeah, now. Yeah, they're not doing nothing either. That was the backbone of the team last year. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I'm disappointed in them, man. They, I thought they was gonna be better. I had them winning that. I had them winning the division. Who's yeah. the second best team in? The East? Like honestly, if we really look at it, who's the second best team in the NFC East? I would might say the Eagles right now, to be honest. Uh-uh, as yeah, I bad as so. they have been, I would still probably they say don't, they don't look good either. They don't look good either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I will say this: the Eagles gonna put up points though. I'll give you that. They're gonna put up some points. They put up 30 on Kansas City. Man, Kansas City defense is trash. Bad, yeah, they're bad. That ain't even up. That ain't even nothing to be proud of no more. Yeah, yeah they're bad. That, 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 that defense. Right now they're the worst team in the uh, you know, record-wise. I think that'll change though. But right now they're the worst team in the AFC West. But like I said, I think that'll change by the end of the season. Um yeah. but I mean the Chargers NFC look good though, bro. Yeah, they do. They do. We're going to jump into them in a few seconds. But, um, I mean, when you really look at it, who is the second best team in the NFC East for real? Like, I'm not going to say I think it got to be like, Philly. Nah, it got to yeah. be Philly. They, like, they got a big win over New Orleans, though. Yeah, but is New Orleans even really that good? They inconsistent, man. One week they look good, and next week you start wondering. Right. So, I, I don't even know about New Orleans. Like, I would say the Panthers are the second best team in the – in the NFC South, to be honest with you, right now. In my eyes, they are. Yeah, you, could, you could say that. They beat New Orleans, I think, didn't they? Yeah, they beat New Orleans, yeah. Blew them out. Yeah, now you can say that. 
So that's what I'm saying. Like for me, I, I personally think that, you know, I would probably say that Dallas got an easy road to the playoffs. They get into the playoffs this year. Uh-huh. They might not win it. They might not lose a division game this year. Like that's how <laughs> bad the East is. As long as Dak stay healthy. If, yeah, yeah. If Dak stay, that's the main caveat. Yeah. If Dak stay healthy, they not losing the game. They're not losing the game in the uh-huh. East. Bro. They they're just not. They're not losing the game in the NFC East. So yeah, I think Dallas up. could look at like a, a a twelve and five type season or or a thirteen and four. I know these new records are kind of weird, but um, they could win thirteen games this year, bro. Because that division they should clean sweep, like straight up. They should clean sweep that division. Yeah, and they schedule. I'm looking at their schedule now. Yeah, it look kind of easy. That what I'm saying. Read out, read out some of the games too. So they got the Patriots next week. Duh. Now they got the Giants next week, and then the Duh. Patriots. They can win Duh. both of those. Yeah, Vikings, Broncos, that. Falcons, Broncos Martin. might give them a challenge because they got a defense, but I'm still gonna say Doug. Stop. Now, I'm still Falcons say- garbage. You said Falcons? They, yeah, they got them. They got them after the Duh. Broncos. Duh. Yeah, then they got the Chiefs. They might lose the game. Yeah, Chiefs got, might get them. Then the Raiders. Then they got the Saints December 2nd. I don't know. They might be – I think they can beat the Raiders, and I think they can beat the Saints, too. Yep. And then Washington, Giants, Washington again. They might win all three of those. Then they got Arizona. Might lose to them. Yep. And then the Eagles. So, yeah, you're right. They might they might mess when they lose, like, two games. That's what, that, that what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The Dallas Cowboys might only lose, like, three games this year. Four games, like at most, because that 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 schedule yeah. was super easy. Like that schedule was dumb easy. So they might they might win like thirteen games this year, bro. Like legitimately, like legitimately, they might win like thirteen games. So in my opinion, that's that's something that I gotta you know really look at and, and say they're gonna get in the they're they're gonna be in. The playoffs. That's that's just yeah. we gotta accept that they're probably one of the best teams in the NFC. But I want to talk a little about the Panthers too, because it's a lot going on with them right now. Stephon Gilmore is back home, a Carolina Panther. Me and you both are from Charlotte, so we know mm-hmm. you know a lot about the Panthers stuff like that. How you feel about that as a fit for the Carolina Panthers? Stephon Gilmore coming back home. I like this. Definitely like this. Is he oh you glitching out you come you, back week six right yeah say that again your thing was glitching out say that again for me you, you hear me now yeah you good go ahead i said he was on the pup list though right at the beginning of the year yep so he said, can't come back until week seven back? week seven okay got yep. you mm-hmm. so that means he's think- got what two or three more weeks yeah, two yeah, more weeks out, two more games. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's a great, even if it's a one-year rental, which I feel like that's probably more so what it is. But then when I look at some of his wife's tweets, I'm like, I don't know. Is it a one-year rental? Like, you know, because I'm looking at some of her tweets, and I'll just go to Gabriella Gilmore. She uh, she's you know Stefan Gilmore's wife, and she tweeted today when they first made the trade. She said, "We going home." Then after that, she said, my dad has season tickets to Panthers games. Guess it's going to be less tickets to buy. Then she said, life is so funny. Stefan had to peel me out of Charlotte for the past two years. Now we get to stay there for good. 
So I don't, I don't know, you know, if that's her saying he might get a long-term deal down the road, I don't know. But it is intriguing. I think it's great for those young cornerbacks they got, like yeah, J.C. Horn. Jackson. Yep, Jackson. Like, all of them is great for them, bro, in my personal opinion. Like, they can get to learn from one of the greats. And then, if, you know, if things work out great and the Panthers say, yo, he's a he's a necessity, we got to keep Stephen Gilmore, why not stay at home? He already has a house in Union County. Um, he's already, you know, home. He got family in Rock Hill. He's already right there. Why not finish his career out in Carolina? It makes a lot of sense to me, to be honest. No, I agree with that. And what he just won the MVP, what defensive player of the year back Two in 2019, years too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. he still got something left, now it's definitely a great pickup. Especially exactly. with the defense Carolina already got. I mean, they ain't look they get against Dallas, but we know they can play though. They got they right. been on a good defense in Carolina. Right. Yeah. So I mean, when you look at it like that, I think the Panthers defensively for sure, they on the right path, man. So yeah. I definitely want to talk about that Stephon Gilmore thing for a little minute. We're just going to go over a few more NFL games. <clears throat> Hold on. I just want to say this real quick. Did you see the Jets get that win over the Titans? Uh, yeah. I thought Tennessee was going to be better. But now nah, you got Right. Uh-oh. Hold on, Darius. Hold on, Darius. Can you hear me? I hear you, yeah. Okay, there you go. Can you hear me? You good now. Go ahead. What part What part did you hear? I heard uh, something about Jess and your stuff. Like, basically say everything over because I couldn't hear you. It started going okay, out. Got you. Got you, got you. Now, I said that win, against, that win for the Jets against Tennessee. You got to remember, Tennessee was missing Julio Jones, and they was missing uh, A.J. Brown, too. True, true. So I won't really put, put too much stock into that. You can only run Derrick Henry so many times. Right. The dude had 33 carries, bro. Like, come on now. Right, right. No, I agree with that. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, Tampa Bay and um the Patriots. You know, Tom Brady going back to New England. Um, They got the win 19-17. What did you see in Tom Brady in that game? Because to me, I thought he kind of looked a little, you know, erratic most of that game. I agree. No, I definitely want one of his better games. But at the end, though, he did what he had to do. He, yeah. he hit Antonio Brown twice. Yeah. Antonio Brown dropped one. He couldn't. Well, he dropped one. He couldn't find the second. Right. So when it really mattered, Tom Brady got Tom Brady got him down there. They could have had a touchdown to win. Luckily, they made a field goal. You know the rest. I don't know why Bill Belichick didn't go for it on fourth and six though. Yeah, I, I I think I think he was trying not to let the moment get to his young quarterback. I think more than anything. Um if you want me to be particularly honest, but I agree with you. I would have went for it if it was me. 50 yard in the rain. Come on, man. You saying that? Right. Nah, I agree with you, bro. I agree 100%, man. Like, a 50 yarder in the rain, because it was rainy out there. The conditions was not, you know, good at all. That definitely was a problem. So I agree with you, bro, for real. And they couldn't run the ball. We either had negative one rushing yards, bro, like, yeah. Come on now. Yeah, nah. I agree with that. I, I agree. But Tom Brady went back home, got the dub. So uh congrats to him. You know, that was a I'm kind of glad that game was over with. It was just super hyped up. It almost felt like a movie. 
more mm-hmm. than a game. Um, so I'm I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was glad it's over. And then last but not least, you just brought up these two teams. That Chargers and Raiders game was interesting too. In the AFC West, they got three teams right now that's three and one, and one team that is two and two, which is the Chiefs. Um, so that division right now is loaded. How did you feel about that game, that Chiefs and Chargers game? I mean, not Chiefs and Chargers, excuse me, Chargers and Raiders game. And what do you think about both of those teams? Chargers look good, man. I think Justin Herbert, I think he'll he going to be MVP one day. Yeah. I just he, see it. Bro, I was so wrong about him, bro. Last year in the me draft. Too, bro. Was, <laughs> me too, though. Me too. My dad tried to tell me, bro, we need to get that Herbert kid. We need to get that Herbert kid. I was like, man, I don't want no Justin Herbert. He's going to be another Marcus Mariota. I was so mm-hmm. freaking wrong. Like, I was so wrong about him, bro. You and me both, bro. He, he, but, he's that guy, bro. He's him. Yep. Also, like, Eckler, too. He, he going old, too. Way Eckler, yeah, he going yeah, old, yeah he is. He's good. He's good. Eckler's yeah. real good, bro. Like, he's a solid running back. Um, And to me, I feel like they kind of got Eckler on a bargain, too, to be honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like Eckler, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I think... The Chargers, man, they they're legit, bro. Like, they are a legitimate team. I would probably say they're the shoot, are they the best team in the AFC right now? I I might say they are, bro. The whole AFC. I would say it's between them and the Bills. Uh, You like the Bills, bro? I like the Bills. I'm not really a big. uh, I'm probably gonna get slaughtered for this, but I don't care. I'm not the big, I'm not the biggest Josh Allen worshiper like everybody else is. Like, to be quite frankly honest with you, like, to me, Josh Allen has had one good year. Like, one good year. And people just crowned him as this. Oh, he looked top five in that good year, though. He was. I'm not lying. He was a top five quarterback in that year, but. To me, you got to show me more than one good year for me to say, oh, yeah, you're a legitimate franchise quarterback. Like, he literally had one good year. He had one bad year, his rookie year, mm-hmm. right? His second year, he was, eh, he was all right. And then last mm-hmm. year, he busted onto the scene. I'll give him that. So the progression looks good. But let me see what he does this year and maybe even next year. And actually, after this year, I'll know a lot more about Josh Allen. To me. Now I feel that. My things with the Bills, they ain't played nobody. That's why I ain't been too impressed with them. And they, they lost got their first the real test against the Yeah. And then they, they got their first the real test against the Steelers. Exactly. And Josh Allen looked horrible that game. I agree with you. He didn't look too good against the Steelers, but they didn't play the Dolphins. They, I don't know what's going on with Miami, bro. I thought I was hey, stressing them too. Bad. What is wrong with them? I don't know. I know two were injured, but even when they had two, they even when they had they, they didn't look good. Yeah, he looked way better last year. So I don't know what's going on with them. They couldn't even put up no points against Buffalo. I mean, it, it's, we, it's, bro, it's bad. Like, they are they, not good. Yeah, they don't look good at all. I had I, I had high expectations for them, too. I I'm did, too. I thought Miami was going to be 11-12 win team this year. Yeah, yeah, me too, for sure. I don't think we're going to get that, bro, unfortunately. Nah. That's unfortunate. I don't know what they're going to do this year, boy. They ain't looking good, especially – yeah, it's bad. But they got the but well, the Bills got the Chiefs this week. And I think they might get blown out, to be honest, just like they did last year in the AFC Championship game. Mm, so you think it's gonna be a blowout? I think it might be a blowout, though. Jeez, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. It is gonna be interesting to see. Well, 
If you have um, Corey Ghost, yeah. Back to the back to that Raiders and Chargers game, though. Joe, what's your name, Joe? You got the Raiders playing. He got them boys playing this year. He do. He do. Yeah, I'm no, he does. I'm impressed with him. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, John. Uh, John Gruden definitely got them boys playing hard, bro. I know people yeah, like slander him, but he got them boys playing hard for real, though. Definitely. Derek Carr looked good. I mean, he might have made a couple mistakes against. Yeah, he, he plays. He didn't play his best game on Monday, but he still looks good, though, like you said. Yeah, for the majority of the season, he didn't make some tough. He didn't make some nice throws. Like, I, I mean, think they're going to make the playoffs. For me, he's been in the MVP race more than Josh Allen, to be honest, these past four games. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. These, yeah, this year, hell yeah. Yeah, this year he's been more in the playoff. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, to me, Derek Carr has been very good in these last four games. As crazy as it sounds, I know he, they suck, but Kirk Cousins has slick been good, bro. Like, nobody's talking about how the Vikings suck, but he's been good this year, bro. Like, he's been legit. And I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Kirk Cousins' slander, but he's actually <laughs> legit this year, bro. I ain't even paying no attention. Like you said, Vikings trash. Exactly. I had a reason to look at him. I ain't bro, even watching nobody, the game against the Browns. Bro, nobody's, playing, uh, nobody's paying him attention. That's why nobody's talking about it. But I want to pull up his stats real quick because, bro, is hooping right now. Like, he's uh, actually yeah. having a good season. Um, he's, I believe he's even. Uh, hey, Darius, you glitching out, man. You got a, you got a 105 quarter. Okay, there you go. There you go. You hear me? Yeah, I can go ahead. All right, yeah, so I got, I got his numbers pulled up. He got nine touchdowns, one interception. 105 yeah. quarterback rate. Yeah, he, he going crazy. I ain't know yeah. he like he, he's doing good, bro. Listen, listen to the stats though. He's 10th in yards, tied for fifth in touchdowns, tied for third in least interceptions, and then he's seventh in QBR. He's hooping right now, man. Oh no, I ain't know he was going off like that. Yeah, that bro. Nobody's talking about it because you know Minnesota sucks right now. But Kirk Cousins mm. been doing his thing this year, bro. I gotta give him credit. Yeah, I mean, that's all good and all, but you got to win. So you got to win. Yeah, too. you got to win. Yeah, right, right. You do. That's that's a fact. You do got to win. Um, So I, I, I'll give it to you on that one. But I just wanted to say he has actually been playing good football. Their defense ain't helped them out a lot. That's been their biggest problem nah. this year. The defense has been bad, and Dalvin Cook can't stay healthy. So yeah. that's their two biggest problems. But want to go ahead and uh jump into a break real quick. So – you guys, if you haven't already, follow us on Talks Tea Time the Podcast on IG and then follow us on Twitter at Talks with Tea Time P1. When we get back, we're going to jump into some college football. What's up, you guys? It is Tony Tea Time West back on it again with another segment of Talks Tea Time. If you haven't already, follow us on IG at Talks Tea Time the Podcast. And then after that, you can follow us on Twitter as well at Talks Tea Time P1. And today I really want to go ahead on this segment and jump into some college football, man. It has been a depressing season for me and Darius's teams. So these next couple minutes is kind of going to be, you know, some football, college football rehab in some sorts. So when you look at, I'll start with my team first. When we look at the Clemson Tigers, we're three and two right now. We have one of the worst offenses in the country. We, we're just not good. We're not a really good football team right now. And offensively, we don't even look like a top 25 team, which is why for the first time, I don't know if you heard about this, Darius, in the first time in seven years, 
Clemson is not ranked right now. They are not ranked at all, even though they won last week. Because they look so bad offensively, they are still not ranked. Oh, yeah, me. You said what? Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. I said, I didn't know y'all wasn't ranked. I, mean, I knew y'all wasn't ranked, but I didn't know it was for the first time in seven years. That's crazy. First time since the middle of 2000, November of 2014 was the last time Clemson was unranked. And for a lot, a lot of people that don't know, that was the same week that Deshaun Watson tore his ACL against Georgia Tech. Um, so that's when, you know, that was the last time we were unranked. But this is, the, that's actually incredible to think about that we've been seven years straight ranked um so that's that's crazy to think about in itself but anyway Clemson's offense looks bad we'll jump into them a little bit and I want to talk about your team a little bit right now so the USC Trojans right now they're in the same predicament they're two and two uh are y'all two and two or are y'all three and two y'all are two y'all three and two y'all three and two y'all three and two that's my fault I think we got we two and two yeah y'all three and two two. yeah y'all three and two so, you know, you guys, uh, USC, y'all are three and two. Um, y'all lost to Stanford, which that loss don't look as bad because they just knocked off Oregon, the number three team in the nation. Um, and y'all lost to Oregon State, too, um, which that loss. Yeah, kill about Oregon State. Yeah, they're like, like, they're, come oh, on, man. Yeah, 45 to 27. Um, so we're going to have a little bit of a hashing out session here just to vent. Let's vent. That's what I'm going to call it, a vent session. What, how do you feel about USC right now? Like, just lay it all out on me. How do you feel about USC? I'm disappointed, bro. Yeah. Because we should have fought Clay Hilton a long time ago, and I think it would have been a much better position. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah. I don't even know, bro. It's just, it's just ugly. It's a bad, overall bad situation. Like it looked, it looked a little promising when we had when uh Jackson Dart had came in when Keenan Stovers got injured. Mm-hmm. So Jackson Dart came in. I think it was against Washington State. Let me go check. Be sure he was against Washington State. He threw four touchdowns, two picks, but two picks, but he looked real good. But then he ended up there on tearing his meniscus, I think. So now we back to Keenan Stovers, and it's I don't know. It's just ugly, bro. I hate to see it like this. What what do you think? I had high hopes for this year, bro. Yeah. What do you think it's gonna take to flip y'all's team around? Like, what do you think? What it's gonna take to for this season? We know it's a wash overall, but what do you want to see from someone, maybe like the players and something like and stuff like that throughout? You know, the rest of the season. We gotta get the right head coach, man. We gotta get the right head coach to want to restore USC to what it once was back when we had the Matt Lyons, the Reggie Bushes. Even before, even fucking when we had Mark Sanchez and Cole Day. Like, even on Darn Jesus, we had that whole squad. Like, we need to get back to that. Right. Like, the history's there, but, like, these, the, like our players should want to get back to that level. We need a coach that can take us to that level who the players believe in, who the fan base believes in. And we got to get back going, bro, because this ain't it, man. Yeah. No, I, I agree, man. I mean, I think finding that coach is so important in college football. Because in college football, similar to the NFL, like it's it's similar to the NFL. Well, it depends on the teams. Because most time in NFL, it's really slick. Like the quarterback is the face of the you know franchise. But really, in college football, it's really that head coach. That head coach is the face of the franchise. 
um, in college football. So it is important to get the right guy because if you don't, you could be in trouble. It could be a real issue if you don't get the right guy. Um, I want to. I want you to ask me, like I'm, like you, my counselor, because I need it for Clemson football right now. <laughs> ask me some questions about Clemson football at this point. What do you think the major issue is with the team? I would say there's four major issues with the team. The biggest issue, I think, is play calling by Tony Elliott. Tony mm. Elliott, he did better. Let me give him a little bit of credit. He did do better last week against Boston College. The play calling was at least dealable. It was better. Um, but play calling, to me, has been the biggest problem for Clemson this season. I'm going to tell you the second biggest problem. We don't have an O-line. This O-line is weak. Clemson has never had a, a really a good O-line. They've always been average to above average and they were masked by great you know quarterbacks now they don't have that because DJU is not that guy we're gonna jump into him in a quick second um they've been masked the O-line's been masked by superior quarterback play we don't have that now another problem is Clemson doesn't have a wide receiver that can get open and get separation. We don't have not one. All these guys we have on our team are 50-50 jump ball guys. We don't have not one slot, fast, get open type wide receiver. We don't have it. That's another problem. Clemson needs that. Amari Rogers, um, um, Artavis Scott, they Ray Ray McLeod, they need that wide receiver on the roster for them to be successful. We don't have that. I don't see it. We don't have that right now. So I think that's also a problem as well. Um, and then I would say the fourth reason is Clemson has not evolved. And when I say that, I mean, get involved in the transfer portal. The play calling is still like 2010. It's 2021, mm. man. Why are we still running stuff that was called when I was playing high school football? Like, come on, bro. Like, something got to give. Clemson has refused to get involved in the transfer portal. And it's torturing them because they're losing guys to transfer portal. They're recruiting these small classes, but they're not backing it up and filling in the gaps. See, that's where Alabama wins. They might lose three guys in the transfer portal, but guess what, bro? They getting two in the recruit class and one in the transfer portal to cover up what they just lost. Right. Clemson's not doing that. And that's a problem. That is an issue. So that's kind of where that boils down to. That's where I think Clemson's issues lie. The floor is yours. So based on what I've seen this year from y'all, from y'all I agree with everything you said. But what what immediate changes can Clemson really make to change that though? Do you think they should fire the offensive coordinator, hire somebody else for next season? Try to find a new quarterback to build around? I'ma say it like this. And I mean this in the most respectful way. I don't never wish for somebody to get fired. I try not to do that. But Tony Elliott gotta go, man. Something gotta <laughs> get. I I really, and I've said this on this podcast before. 
I really, really hate to prey on a black man, especially. I hate to prey on somebody's downfall, but Tony Elliott got to go. He got to go. He's got to go. Like, we're still running plays from freaking 2010, bro. Like it's been Tony, working for him though. You know what I'm saying? He went from the Sean Watson to the damn Trevor Lawrence, so he, he can still call the same plays. But this is the thing. When your yeah, scheme, when your scheme doesn't match, it just doesn't match. That's just the deal. Hey, no, I agree. And and we don't have the players to fit the scheme anymore. And we actually got our our, our guest is about to come on here now, dear. So I want to let you know that they are literally saying they're logging in right now. So we're about to get our guest in here. We're not even going to go to like a break. We're going to just kind of pause this for a second, you guys. And then we're going to go ahead and bring the guest in. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tony Teton West and Darius back on Talks Teton, the podcast, man. We got some special guests in here tonight. I've been on their podcast a lot, man. They have their own podcast called The Swamp Inside Florida Athletics. Uh, they talk all, all sports at Florida. Uh, I want y'all to welcome Anthony Beck and Jerry to the house. They are in Talks Tea Time, the podcast. Fellas, thank you for coming on and joining us tonight. Appreciate y'all for having us on, man. Definitely. We've been talking about doing more content for a while. It's, it's good to be on here, man. Absolutely, bro. It's, it's great to be on here. I've uh, been chopping it up with Tony for a minute, bro, about Clemson Ball and we don't have some great takes, bro. Some things that we don't seen come to, you know, <laughs> fruition. So, right, got to be on, bro. Yeah, man. We we glad to have y'all on, man. So, you know, Darius is a USC Trojan fan. I'm a Clemson fan, mm. and y'all are Florida fans. We all having rough years right now. Like, it's just not good, especially Florida coming off that that harsh loss to Kentucky. Uh, you know, oh, man. man. I mean, it's so much to. <laughs> to go over. I want to let my guests go first. How are y'all feeling about Florida athletics and Florida football right now? Just air it out like y'all tell me when y'all come on my podcast. Let loose. Jerry, you want to go first? I'll go first, bro. I'm frustrated with pretty much everything, bro. Like, it's crazy because, like, before the season, we were talking, and I was like, you know what? I think we're going to go 9-3, and three, uh, 9 and 3 at worst, 8-4, and four, at best, 10-2. And, and now we're sitting here at 3-2. and two, And, you know, it's kind of going how I expected it to go. But at the same time, when you lose a game a certain way, yeah. I think it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. So I'm, I'm upset with, you know, just so much, bro. I'm happy about the offensive line. Um, I didn't really expect the wide receivers to be, like, dominant or anything like that. I'm pleased with the running backs. The defense is better than last year, but I still feel like they're mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's really Dan Mullen. Like, I feel like he doesn't have a, a sense of urgency, bro. Like, he's just kind of vibing through everything. He doesn't seem like he's trying to, you know, uh, just be better. You know what I mean? And yeah. – um, that's something that's, like, really bothering me, bro. Uh, I think the fan base, again, to, you know, whenever we lose two games, bro, that two-game mark, the fan base starts talking crazy. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm not pleased <laughs> with the fan base, pretty much, yeah. AB? 
Man, I ain't gonna hold you, man. I'm more than frustrated because because you know, I mean, it was one thing losing to Alabama. I mean, it was kind of like, man, we had our chance to win that game. We could have took advantage of it, but we right. didn't. But you know, it's no one team in the country. Not no no bad. Really, nothing to feel bad about that. This loss right here to Kentucky though was a different kind of. Uh, like no, no, you you can't lose this game. I'm sorry. I, I know they up and they a better program than what they was before. Mark Stoops really got them rolled. He got them going in the right direction. And speaking and since we got a USC fan on here, uh, yeah, that should be our next head coach. I'm just going ahead and put it out there. Um, but um, I mean, it's it's just the way that we lost that game. I mean, all the we had eight false start penalties. As a former offensive player playing football, uh, that can't happen. Yeah. The, the coaching staff was un- just di- disinterested in the game. Like, they were very conservative with the play con. I was like, they thought they could just walk into the stadium and all, based off their talent alone, easily beat this team. And you can't do that in the SEC. I don't care how bad Vanderbilt is. We can't even do that this upcoming week against right. them. You can't do that. It's the SEC. You're playing a good team pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. And in any given Saturday, anybody can be beat. Yeah. So – when you walk in thinking you can just out-talent somebody, like, no, like, it's just not going to work. Because as you saw, once Kentucky got rolling, they got the momentum. I mean, th- there was nothing we could really do about it. And, he didn- and right. what really made me upset was in the fourth quarter when he started actually getting into his playbook, calling plays that he should have been calling before. We started really moving the ball, and we, we, we got points, and we had a chance to tie the game. But – you you just kind of squander it right there, and um, when they bought the field goal and returned it for a touchdown, that's when I was like, you know what, that <laughs> might that might be it right there. Because yeah. if you think about it, before that, yeah. he didn't even try and go get points with two minutes. You got two minutes left in all three timeouts before halftime, and you don't even try to go get points. That tells me one thing: either two things, either. You, you like I said, you think you can just based off your talent just beat anybody, mm-hmm. or you don't trust your quarterback. It's one of those two, if not both. Yeah. So it's like you gotta go get points there, whether it's a field goal or touchdown, you gotta get points there some some in some way. So that was the most frustrating part for me. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Darius, I want you to tune in on about what he said about Stoops. Because I actually forgot about him. That would actually be a good hire for y'all. And then just kind of piggyback off kind of some of the stuff that he said about Florida. I already told you who I wanted my coach, man. I want Go Lou ahead and tell him. Cincinnati. I need him. He got them boys out there playing. That's who I want to coach us. But I agree with what he said about Florida, though. Because I got a friend in Florida playing. So, you know, he's been, he been sick since Saturday. So, I agree with everything you said. It's just, it's just been rough for all three of our teams, man. All four of our teams. My thing, I guess my thing with Florida is, let me, hold on, let me, hold on, let me gloat for just like three seconds. I Definitely. told y'all Kentucky was the team, <laughs> by the way. I got the evidence on my TL. The evidence yeah. is there. I told y'all, I said, yo, Kentucky, and when I found out that game was at Lexington, I said, yo, Kentucky's going to get y'all this year. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, right now, I'm 2-0 on y'all. Y'all still got to play Georgia in a couple weeks, 
And who's the other team? LSU. I don't know about LSU, though, because now with no Derek Stingley, I might be three and one. I don't know yet. But I told y'all Kentucky was the team that scared me because they were saying they were so talented this year. And who? And y'all, I kind of started believing in y'all after that Bama game. I was like, okay, Florida is legit. Boy, y'all was selling, y'all was selling them wolf tickets, man. <laughs> you know what? And, and, and now that you did yeah. I, I I got to find my way to Clemson, South Carolina, and put some kind of I got I got I got to I got to finish the curse that seems like it's starting right now. Yeah, I, I, I got to do that. No, I, got I got to, to send y'all back the to the old. Shoot, they're gonna be back to it with that offense, man. So I'll send like, y'all back to Clemson. And- <laughs> oh Lord, no, we don't need to go back there. That was that's real pain. Clemson and whoop. Yeah, that was pain, bro. But yeah, I mean, Florida. Ah, man, I I was really starting to believe in y'all, bro. Like that's that's I think that's what for it, even for me not being a, a Florida fan, I think that's what I would be most frustrated in. Like y'all were actually starting to show me Florida's a top five team, like in my opinion. And I told y'all that last week when we talked. I was like, yeah, Florida, Penn State, Oregon, which that's another fraud, possibly. Um, yep. you know, I was starting to say, well, those are like the like you know, Bama and Georgia, those are my top five teams. But now seeing y'all lose to Kentucky, it's like, yep, there go another one. Like, but I know y'all just frustrated, bro. And I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, bro. Like... <laughs> Some gotta change. I mean, let me let me <laughs> ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think right. Dan Mullen needs to be fired? Let's go ahead and throw it on the table. <laughs> Let's throw it on the table. I'll go ahead and answer that. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think you can fire him right now mm-hmm. because I know, and me and AB both know, the fan base knows how hard it is to please Gator fans. Right. Like, yeah. To build a program that is consistently top 15 at UF is hard. First of all, you have two other big programs in Florida State and Miami, yeah. and they can snap back like this. Mm-hmm. They can yep. easily come back and be, you know, great if they make the right hire. All, uh, all they need is to get the right coach. Wrong, if we make the yep. wrong hire and say Norvell gets fired, they, they get the right hire, they get the right guy, and Manny gets fired, they get the right guy, we're back to square one, bro. Like, yeah. we're back at the bottom. So we can't – we literally just can't fire Dan Miller right now if we want to keep the state to ourselves. That's yeah. one thing. Yeah. And then – too. Bro, like I went back and looked at some of the some Jim McElwain games and Muschamp games. We Why? don't need because you sometimes you have to look, watch those to kind of get perspective. We can't go back to that place. Like we can't go back to having a terrible offense. We just can't. For for my Man, sake, don't want to. I'm telling you now, <laughs> Tony. You talking about pain? To. Tony, it's, you it's think not- Clemson it was pain? The, the, the two offense he just brought up, man, listen, half the fan base on suicide watch. I'm just putting it like that. Jeez. Mm. I mean, and, and I'll piggyback off what he said. I mean, no, you can't. He, he don't need to be fired right now. I mean, you first of all, he's right. You literally can't fire him right now. Yeah. But yeah. I, who would you um, hire? Exactly. That's my point. Exactly. Yeah, who would you hire? Want to fire is, that's my question. Like, so who you going to go out and hire? They don't have an answer, or they'll have an up and comer mm-hmm. like Billy Napier. So I was like, we tried the up and comer before twice with Will Muschamp and Jim McElwain, Damn and look right. how that turned out. Mm-hmm. So you need more than than just that. But on top of that, I'll say this: 
we somehow lose Florida State this year, then uh, guess what? Um, <laughs> the, the seat, the, he ain't gonna be on hot seat. Seat gonna be on fire. It's gonna go yeah. past hot seat. Then that's when you are gonna start talking about somebody getting fired. But no, not at the moment. No, like no. Gator fans out there, come come on now, y'all 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 chill out with the damn Bonnie be fired. Y'all stop. y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop before we end up back in the McWayne area. Y'all really be upset again. Yeah, nah, I agree, bro. Like, I, I think you like, I agree with what, everything you said, man. Like, I don't feel like y'all can fire him because, to be honest, who are you going to get in return? Like, right. Luke Fickle, exactly. that's going to be another up and coming guy. Um, and you, you, you're right. I mean, when you really look at the state of Florida right now, y'all still got the best coach in the state. Yeah. Like, yeah. Y'all still got the best coach in the state. Um, now I, I agree with people saying, you know, they want Florida to get back on that national championship level. And I, I get it. Um, you know, I, I completely understand it, but I, I kind of agree with y'all. I think right now it would be honestly ill-advised to fire yeah. him. And he's getting yeah. y'all the nine-win seasons. Y'all, I'm not, and I'm not trying to crap on y'all, but y'all expectations are not like a Georgia where they recruit the oh. number one. Classes year in, year out. That's what I'm saying, dog. Like, people are unrealistic. And you know what the issue is, bro? Mm-hmm. If Georgia wasn't doing – like, if they didn't go to the national championship, they didn't have all these number one recruiting classes, mm-hmm. these fans would not be thinking like this. But because no. it's Georgia, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we need to have number one recruiting classes. Yeah. Or oh, we need to go to the national championship. Mm-hmm. And I, on top it, of that, look at Tennessee. They oh. had top five recruiting classes, right? Right. Yep. What does that guy know? Nowhere. So th- this is what this is why I say a lot of times, yeah, recruiting matters, but some of them rankings could be kind of skewed because it's like is, is, is very that skewed. really Dabo Sweeney didn't have yeah. his first top five recruiting class until two years ago. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Y'all got <laughs> and he won two national championships in that with before yep, that. Exactly. My in point that exactly. So, That's yeah. my point exactly. Right there. So, so. it's like the fa- the fan base will look at that, they'll look at for example, they'll look at Florida State having a guy like Travis Hunter in their recruit class. Like, first of all, he grew up a fan, so that one was obviously going to happen. Right. Although I, I, I'm gonna just say this: he need to go to um, Clemson, South Carolina, and save himself. Mm-hmm. I'm just put that out there. But um, but um, they'll look at a guy like that and they'll be like, "Well, Florida State's terrible, and they're getting guys like this. That's a layup." Right. That, that, like that. That's a layup. Right. They literally just lost an offensive line prospect to Alabama, who was a Florida State lead for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's how recruiting works. Yep. Yep. So I mean, like, and I understand. And I understand. For for example, like for y'all, for Clemson, I understand mm-hmm. y'all frustration as well. Yeah. Because you y'all y'all expect the offense to be much better than what it was, right? Yep. So. It's like if it's not up to snuff, then yeah, fans have a right to complain. So both of our fan base have a right to complain, but I will say at least y'all not getting crazy like our fan base is. No, Gator fans, bro. Gator fans be saying fire Dabo, like. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. We ain't got nobody going that crazy for at least from what I see. But y'all got a rabid fan base, man. Y'all, sure. like you said, y'all got a fan base that's just hard. To satisfy, like it's yeah. just, it's it, you know, Florida, especially like y'all don't won championships in the last twenty years or so. So 
these right. guys that are now grown ups, they remember as a kid them winning national championships and stuff. So yeah. you know, right? Like people our age, we remember when Florida was winning championships. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like in the nineties and um, through with Spurrier, then you get yeah. you had three years with Ron Zook. He brought in great recruiting classes, which is what Urban Meyer kind of piggyback piggybacked off of. Then he gets two championships. So it's like mm -hmm. the fan. I'll just say it. Michael P. Ryan was right. A former Florida Gator running back. You're right. The fan base is spoiled. Yep. Very. Yep. So Fair. I, I agree with y'all because I I, I I don't think you can really fire Dan Muller or let him go right now because how long how long has he been at Florida? Like five years? So he came around the same time Kirby came, right? This is fourth year. This fourth year. Okay, so yeah, he ain't even been he he barely getting his players in there. Yet. Exactly. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought he came in the same time. So he came in like two years before Kirby. True. No, he Kirby was there a year before. Okay, Dan a year Muller. before. Okay, he, he, Kirby, Kirby was there in 2017. Okay, gotcha. Kirby's 16 though. He uh, Actually, had a bad. No, no. I was gonna say yeah. He it may have been 2016. He was there. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he came two years before. Two Bobby years. Did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, yeah. he came two years before. Yeah, bro. That's another, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, he came two years. So yeah, people need to chill out on that. Um, yeah. I I I don't know why. I thought I thought Dan Muller had been with y'all for six years. I didn't know he only been there for four years. I thought four him years, and Kirby came in together for some reason. Oh. Although so yeah, that's even that more advantage to Dan Muller. Yeah, right. He ain't been there that long. He barely got his. He literally <laughs> just now getting his first set of his own players. Yep. Yeah. And oh, man, but I say I say this though, if Georgia don't win it this year, his seat will get hot. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. We talked about this. Uh, the way but, stuff is lined up, I don't see how Georgia doesn't at least make it to the. They, the, have, they have to go to the national championship. They gotta win it. Forget go that they have to win it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I slick agree. I think if they're going to get over the hump of Alabama, this, this is, is the year to do it. Because if they don't do it this year and Clemson gets back right and Ohio State gets back right, it they might not get back there, bro. And damn, going to start caring about every game on the schedule. It's yeah, only gonna literally get, every game on the schedule. It's on, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you got to think about Ohio State, super young this year, bro. They're super young. Same yeah, with yeah. Clemson. Basically, everybody on that team besides Booth, Skowski, Baylor, Spector, everybody else is coming back. Like, yeah. that, so these teams don't get back. And if Georgia can't do it this year because they're one of the more veteran, like, veteran they teams. Are. Davis, he gone. Let's just be real. He's gone. Yeah, he's, he's going gone. to leave. And um, Nolan probably go, too. Who? Nolan Smith. He's having a heck of a year. Nolan Smith, he's gone. Will Anderson's gone. Dean is gone too as well. It's no, not gone? well. It's Adam Anderson. Adam, Adam Anderson. Anderson, yeah, he's gone. Like that whole defense is going to be gone. Only person they're really going to be returning like that is Ringo. I don't even know about Tariq Smith. I don't know about his status, but they're they're not going to be returning as much. Georgia got to win this year, bro. They have That's to, really bro. what it boils down to. to. If they don't win this year, it's it's going to be an issue for for. People in in Athens. For me, mm -hmm. honestly, like I'm not even a Georgia fan, but I, I feel like they at least got to make it to the, the college football national championship. Personally, they're, bro, they're they're just they're they're a beast of a team right now, and like you can see just the energy, the camaraderie. 
I don't really see nobody else with that same type of vibe. Like Alabama, you know, Alabama, but right. Georgia has like a special team, I feel like, but I don't know, man. They always find a way to blow it every single year. Let me ask y'all a question. I'm gonna ask y'all two questions, actually. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm gonna ask the first question first and let y'all answer now? I ask the second question. Do you think y'all because I think y'all actually got a chance to come out and compete against Georgia in Jacksonville? What what's y'all feelings about that game, man, at this point? I'm gonna be completely honest. I agree that you, they they will come out and be competitive for one for one reason, really. Dan Mullen's gonna care about look, if you look at how he coaches in big games, he cares about those games. 2018 against LSU, cared about that game. 2019 against Auburn, cared about that game. Last year against Georgia, <laughs> cared about that game. Yeah. This year against Alabama, even though we lost by two. He coached a good game. game. Yeah. yeah. It was a close game. It was a closer than everybody expected. And um, this year against George, he's going to care about that game. So he's going to have them ready. So is literally how he coaches games. Mm-hmm. So I think in that particular game, he's going to scheme some things up and kind of get that defense out of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a matter of execution. Yeah. Jerry? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, man. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what Jerry say. He's about to be honest. I, I just thought about that laughing because I know what Jerry's about to come out and stop. I'll Go be ahead. honest, bro. It's something up with Dan Bowen and Emory Jones right now. Like, mm. even with Felipe, I felt like Dan and Felipe kind of had like a kind of like a connection mm-hmm. that kept us in some games. And even like the LSU game that year, like we won because they had a connection. I don't really think Emory and Dan have a connection, and they have to have that in order for us to compete against Georgia. Yeah, especially with him being like an offensive coach. Right, right. Um, I don't even think Dan has a connection with AR. Really, like, it's, it's weird. I don't, I don't really see that thing that Dan Miller used yeah. to his court. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Georgia's gonna rattle Emory early. I think it's gonna get bad. Mm, so you don't even think y'all compete. No, not really. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I, I think Emory's too hey, fragile, right? You being honest, I get it. I get but, it. I mean, run the ball, but who's running the ball on Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean? No. <laughs> no. Arkansas, I thought, was going to be the best matchup for them because they got a good old line, and they annihilated them. So. I, I just Arkansas shot themselves in the foot, too. Yeah, they early. did. They did. They, they got themselves in the hole early, and that was that was it. Right, and we have a young OL going against the best defensive player in college football. Mm. I just don't really see it, bro, like unless we muster some type of miracle, you know. And even Alabama's defense, like, they were okay. But it's Georgia's is different this year, bro. Like, I don't even know how to put it. Georgia's is different. They're, they're aggressive. They don't stop. Like, they don't let their foot off the gas for Jack all game. The first minute to the last minute, they are attacking the quarterback yeah. in the backfield, lit the whole game. I just, I, I really don't see us doing anything with that, bro. Mm. It, it, honestly, it kind of reminds me. If you remember, and Jerry, you'll remember this. Remember back in 2014 when we played Georgia? <laughs> yeah. and, yep. and, like, we literally had – first of all, I had no business even being in that game. But do you yeah. remember what happened? Yeah, bro. Yep. We 
we ended up winning this game like 38 to 10. We ran right. like, like a million yards on. I don't think we'll run for a million yards on like we did then, but first, I don't know why, but I get some funny feeling that that could possibly happen. I don't know why. It, it's it's just weird to me. Now this supporter team ain't anywhere near as bad as that one because that one was that one was yeah. not great. Right. But they were they were competitive, but I just I don't know. I, I for some reason because first of all we got a better play call. We don't have much champ at head coach. Right. <laughs> and, and like five different offensive coordinators. So so we got a better play caller. And for some reason I think I just, I just, for some reason, I, I think they gonna somehow come out, and not only be competitive, they at least be competitive. I'm not gonna AB. say they gonna win, but they'll at least be competitive. Yeah, AB, bro. I ain't you saying sure? they gonna win, not bro. All right, so what's competitive? Is that like thirteen? Keeping 30? it within ten points. That's what I consider competitive. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, well, I can see us like maybe scoring them early. You know, seven zero. We may come out and do like really well early, bro. But then I think we'll, we'll just get worn out. Like, yeah. It, even with our linebackers, bro. Like, I get so frustrated watching us arm tackle. If we arm tackle, uh, Milton, oh, it's over. It, it's like, over. Yeah, we have no field. Arm tackle. Yeah. It just nah. it don't look good, man. It don't look good. No, nah, I agree with that. I'm gonna ask y'all one more question, and then we're gonna kind of end it out. Do mm-hmm. you think that Georgia plays Bama twice this year? Because y'all still technically can get to the to Atlanta. Like y'all technically, Kentucky's gonna lose another game or two. They're gonna lose yeah. another game or two. Let's say y'all win every game in Georgia, because all y'all would have to do, Kentucky would need to lose two games. Georgia would just y'all just need to beat Georgia. Do you think that y'all even make it to Atlanta? And do you and that kind of answers my other question. Do you think Georgia plays Alabama twice this year? Well, actually, Kentucky got to lose three games because we got two SEC losses. Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah, they got to lose three games. If they lose three games and we went out and Georgia loses a, a second game, of course, yeah, we'll end up going to Atlanta. But if not, I think I could see Georgia. I can see them playing Alabama twice, but I don't think they beat them twice. No, it's hard to beat them. As a matter of fact, I'll go a step further. If they play twice, I don't think they beat Alabama neither time. I don't. It is. Um, it's saving, bro. Come on now. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, I think Florida could, but it's gonna take a lot. Like, first of all, Kentucky just won a national championship. I fully expect them to have letdowns. Yeah, like, that, and that's what I that's yeah. why I said they're gonna yeah. lose some games. They're, they're gonna, gonna lose. Some, they're gonna have a letdown, bro. Tennessee probably get them. like Tennessee or somebody. Like yeah, they're gonna have some letdowns, bro. So George gonna get them. Tennessee probably gonna get them. They and, got LSU this week. So that's what I'm saying. Know. That's what I'm saying. They losing that one. Okay. Yeah, they gonna have some letdowns, and then we are gonna be like, how did we beat this team? But you know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, Georgia. I, th- I think Georgia play them twice. And I think hmm, I think Georgia a squeak bomb in the SEC championship game. And I think saving the take them out in the national championship game, honestly. Yeah, I could see that happening. I could yeah. see that happening. I could. I really could. Well, 
Before y'all go though, I want y'all to shout out y'all's Instagram and, and Twitter and, and you know talk about your platform a little bit. Gravy. Jerry, I'm gonna let you go in case you get suspended again. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> y'all follow me uh on Twitter at I am Breezy I I. That's my, my Twitter where I do most of my trolling and trash talking. And you can follow my Instagram at jlamar underscore I I. And you know, our uh, our podcast. I follow both of them. They're in my bio. So if you ever want to give us a look, go on there and check it out. Yeah, before before Jerry gets suspended. By the way, they got somebody <laughs> very close to you earlier. Oh so, my god! Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get they got they got. I thought I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, but you can follow me on Twitter at aceway one and on Instagram at ace underscore way one. And like Jerry said, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at inside underscore swamp and then on Instagram at inside underscore for the athletics. Yeah, y'all go check them out, man. Great content over there. AB, once again, I'm telling you, 1159 Saturday, that Avi is coming down. I'm letting you know that now. <laughs> but, but but before we go, you get you got to say it, man. You know what you got to say. Come on now. So me and AB made a bet, and I bet it on them stupid Panthers. To be the Cowboys, <laughs> and they did not do it. So he he made a bet. We made a bet. If if the Panthers lost, I had to put up a Cowboys related Avi, and if the Panthers won, he would have to put up a Panthers related Avi. And the Cowboys beat us, obviously. So hey, I'm a man of my word. I put the Avi up, but I'm telling you, 11:59 on Saturday <laughs> night, that junk is coming down. I'm be watching basketball football, and as soon as I see that clock strike. <laughs> Is getting changed. So y'all, please stop going at stop going at the tone. Stop going at the that question. That, that I mean, I'm still getting happened. the question today. Like we're we, we're halfway through the week, bro. Like I'm still getting asked about. It. I'm like, bro, like y'all don't understand what's going on. Like, man. Oh, oh no, he became a Cowboys fan. That's what happened. Let me stop. Yeah, man. please don't put that line out. But once again, you guys, thank y'all for coming on. I really appreciate it, man. Like I said, we definitely got to do this some more, too. Like, bring y'all on. Y'all bring me on y'all platform all the time, so we definitely got to, you know, get, get y'all yeah. sometime, too. Yeah. Definitely, definitely bro. bro. Definitely. Thank you for having us on, man. We I, I, we definitely enjoyed this. And we definitely got to get back on here, on here as well. And we definitely getting you back on our podcast as well, too. So, Hey, let, hey, we got. And matter of fact, we got to do the pick show this week too. So yeah, yeah. Well, it up. So yeah, you'll 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 be back. Y'all be back on with us then. So yep. we just got we got to bring more content for y'all. Definitely. Oh man, we gonna have content because I feel like for me as a fan, the worse our season is, the more I have to say. So yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I'm the same uh, way, bro. I'm the same yeah, way. You so listened to our pod last night. We had a lot to say, trust me. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. But once again, bro, I appreciate y'all coming on and just sharing y'all's platform and and coming on here. Like I said, I can't wait to work with y'all some more, man. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate it.